obviously my opinions are only of Lviv, really. Lviv was very nice. Um, I get the impression because it's further west, it's going yeah. to be slightly different to some other cities. Um, the conference itself, um, I, I guess it was my main experience of a lot of conferences mm-hmm. kind of in Eastern Europe, a little bit chaotic, <laughs> That's true, it's but lots of enthusiasm. Style, you know? um, I, yeah, exactly, exactly. We were just in some conferences in the Balkans and it's much the same there. Um, a little bit chaotic, but loads of enthusiasm. Um but I think actually, so the, the one thing I'd like to ask you first, because it, it's, I think we spoke briefly about it, but it's something that's always intrigued me. I mean, if you go to, so when we're at IT Arena, there's the upper floor with a couple of kind of local uh, startups and entrepreneurs, but most of the, the large booths are um, mm-hmm. kind of agencies and consulting companies. Um and it's something that's been in the back of my mind that when you have a culture of sort of outsourcing or doing work for um, companies in other countries, does it does it have a negative effect on entrepreneurs in the country? Um, um, is, it, okay. is, and Actually, is that changing, um, I suppose? That is the challenge which uh, Ukrainian tech specialists for now have. Uh, because, uh, you know, if you're working in a like yeah. big outsourcing, outstaffing company here, uh, you'll have, uh, like quite a good, uh, salary. Like, uh, like I think the best one for Ukraine mm. for now, it's, uh, uh, like European standards. If you're a good mm. developer and if you're going to, to have your own product and your own startup, um, you don't have any venture funds to support you. So this is the main problem for now we have. Um, mm-hmm. because, uh, and first, this is the first one. The second one is, I think some, somewhere in the mentality because our people, uh, maybe because of the post-Soviet Union times, mm-hmm. they're, uh, afraid to risk and, uh, to, you know, just to, to, uh, to go with the product. I mean, to, to go to their own, um, uh, business, mm-hmm. um, uh, though they have a lot of ideas and though they have a lot of, uh, like, energy to do this so uh like a lot of people just working in a in a company and uh like together they're trying to do mm-hmm. the product but it doesn't work because if you're doing a startup you need to mm-hmm. like to dive deep to, to deep dive in it uh, to have uh like uh and for now you know uh maybe because of the change of the, of the generations for now the younger generation they are we are quite different so um if you're talking like about the people, like mm. 35, 40, uh, they are sitting in the companies mostly. Like not everybody. But if you're like seeing the people from 18, 20, uh, they, they even sometimes don't go to work to the company. Uh, I mean to the big outsourcing ones. They mm-hmm. start, uh, start through, through with their own uh, project. And um, this is a good tendency, um, but you know um, the thing with the big companies, uh, together with the bad ones, uh, as you mentioned, that uh, they like you know in Ukraine you have this resourceful thinking. Uh, we have 
mm-hmm. we have a lot of talents, we have a lot of soil, we have a lot of land here, but we don't have any proper uh, production, we don't have any proper uh, product uh, development. We just try to make everything out of the resources we have. And for now, like the main challenge for the for the younger generation and for the people who is trying to, to make the difference is actually to make uh, the product itself. And it's working not only with tech sphere, it's working with agriculture, for example, or it's working with the um, energy, for example, here, um, and with, with, with every sphere. But uh, the good thing with uh, outsourcing companies, not only with the good salaries, but with the thing that they can train their skills in the, in the outsourcing. Because um, the education here, um, it's like we are talking that we have a good tradition of tech education. That's, that's true. But for now, the universities are not uh, giving enough of uh, skills to tech people to go and to work straight into the company. Um, like comparing with the in European uh, universities where you have uh, everything on campus, like uh, a good professors with a, like a good uh, labs, a good uh, acceleration programs inside the universities, we don't have that. So in order to uh, so, so they receive just a basic education, they know the math, they know some physics. Uh, from the old uh, people, like the old professors. Though, uh, in order to have uh, practical skills, they are going to uh, to IT schools because informal education for now in Ukraine in tech field is just blossoming. So we have a lot of tech schools opening. Uh, by the way, on the on the basis of the unit city, the innovation district, which I am now in charge for, we have uh, the French franchise of the famous school, Ecole 42. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard about that? No, no, not at all. That's actually um, a very new approach to uh, tech specialists uh, training. Uh, it's peer-to-peer education, and uh, it's a very famous school in Paris and the Silicon Valley. And we open such in Unit City. Uh, we have about three hundred students for now. Until the end of the year, we'll have another five hundred students. And we try to first of all to. Uh, to give them practical skills, and second of all, to teach them to work with the product. Yeah, and, sure. Um, Actually, just just before we go down this path, just very quickly to 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 wrap up that thread. Um, so, possibly you're saying that working in um, these working in the outsourcing companies, a lot of uh, um, I guess predominantly developers, but some other skills as well have learned a lot of the things that they wouldn't have learned at school and now maybe is the right time that enough people have learned these skills that they're starting to think what else can I do and move out of that that field a little yeah that's true because like you know a lot of tech people from the outsourcing they are visiting the startup meetups they're visiting the conferences because they are bored you Mm -hmm. know when doing the, the, the things like for all the time for other companies working with clients it's one thing but when you're skilled enough and you you like this is a general person like human quality to want to create something right so 
um, after they are skilled enough, um, they have their level of financial security, they wanted to create something. Mm. So they need to to have an ideas or something. So we have that also. Like people are bored from outsourcing to go to go product. Mm, mm, mm. Outsourcing companies itself, they also understand that. Because like in, in a big outsourcing corporations, we have uh, we have inside products, product developments. For example, like Luxoft company or Alex, I think, or uh, Cyclone company, there's a huge outsourcing. Mm. And inside the companies, they have, uh, like, they give the opportunity for, uh, for their talented uh, developers in order not to lose them uh, to make some products. Uh, and uh, acquire these products or, I don't know, or doing something with them further, you know, or maybe these projects. Um, and they totally understand that uh, in five years, maybe, the outsourcing itself, perhaps, it won't be even necessary. It won't be like this kind of a big business. So they want also to go product on the global level. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is a tendency now, and we will see... Uh, where it will lead, okay. like in here, too. Yeah. So let's come to uh, Unit City. One of the things you're involved with. Um, so yeah, what what is it? Or what does it aim to be? <laughs> yeah, um, I would like to show you first. I think, like, uh, <laughs> uh, are you actually planning to go to Kiev someday? At some point, of course. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so because. You should see that it's um, uh, it's quite a unique case yeah. in Ukrainian realities. Um, we have uh, you can imagine yourself the twenty five hectares of uh, old motorcycle plant. All right, near, okay, okay. Nearly in the center of the city. So, so it's actually a city. It's actually a, a city. It's not just a name. It's actually a physical. No, actually, okay. a city in the city, as we as we call that, huh. because it's twenty five hectares. It's a huge one, yeah. and. Uh, it's nearly in the center of the city. It's not far from, and uh, it's all uh, like based on the haunted uh, motorcycle plant. Uh, <laughs> the plant was actually very famous uh, during the Soviet Union times. Okay. Uh, like these motorcycles were actually imported to all the Soviet Union countries and uh, so forth. But uh, but the production was like de- demolished uh, oh, oh. after. Uh, yeah. So for now, we actually built uh, the totally the innovation district on that basis, and uh, we have um, uh, five persons of the territory which already built. We have a business campus already first one with the thirty-seven companies. Uh, it's mostly product companies uh, with a different um, expertise in or in like. In terms of digital transformation, for example, uh, the companies who try to transform the logistics, um, the, the agriculture, the energy sector, um, the military sector, um, and uh, we have uh, accelerators on campus. Uh, we have agriculture accelerator. Mm-hmm. We have a telecom accelerator, corporate ones. Um, we have uh, companies based uh, on the technology of machine learning and data science. Um, I, I can actually share you the um, list we have. Um, yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, also we have um, uh, already on the campus, we have a good cafe. 
And um, uh, for now, we are uh, we have a school. As I told you, this is the um, it's a very unique school for Ukraine, mm. um, and uh, we ha- and this is actually our social initiative because um, the education here is free. Okay. But, yeah. but do, do you mean at, uh, uni- at city or in Ukraine? In, in Unit City, okay, in okay. the Atelier 42 Unit Factory School, uh, the education is free, mm-hmm. but uh, they have some obligations. They need to work in in Ukraine for three years after graduation. Okay, interesting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's actually our long-term perspective because yeah. uh, for now we are growing fast. Until the end of the year, we will have uh, one more campus mm-hmm. uh, with other 50 companies. And uh, like... In a half in a year, we're also finishing seven stories building with the corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, we expect to have, um, for now, we have 200 people uh, without students, uh, I mean, in the companies, in, in the campus. And till the, till the end of the next year, we are planning to have about 700 uh, or maybe 1,000 people in the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are growing very fast. And uh, the main problem in, in Ukraine is actually in the world is the lack of the tech, of the tech specialists. Okay. And already the students um, uh, have the internship together with their studying in school and they have internship in the companies which are, which are already in the campus. Mm. Uh, so from our side as a park, we provide the source for the, for the talents to the companies and we provide a good education to the students. Okay. Uh, and it's a win-win situation. And, and how did you get started with this in uh, the first place? Yeah, so we, we got started just um, just the school were open in February and official launch of the park was only in April. Okay, okay. So it's just uh, in, uh, first uh, steps um, again, but a very quick one. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, for uh, as, as this is only... Uh, this is not a government initiative and this is not even public-private initiative mm. because I know the experience of different innovation districts and uh, I've been in several, like Station F, for example, in Paris or, or uh, District 22 in Barcelona. Mm. But mm. Uh, in Ukraine, all initiatives are actually going not from the top to, <laughs> to you know, not from the top, but from the from the uh, from the down you know mm, okay. um, it's uh, going from the business um, there's only one investor for now but we are now attracting other institutional investors from abroad to to to, to contribute uh, but uh, the investor which has actually started this project he working with the uh, real estate he has a okay. big real estate business he has uh, he has built the airport in in Kiev and he has a lot of uh, uh, he has several sh- sh- like um, shopping malls there, mm, okay. um, entertainment centers and uh, he is very um, keen in development of education and before like for seven years already he is trying to establish a lot of uh, um, educational initiatives and one of his initiatives was uh, um, the uh, the first idea of the park was like before the Maidan started but it failed because of the situation yeah. and uh, but though he like 
is he investigated and he worked on the idea for seven years for this innovation park. So it's like it's like his favorite project, and he wanted it to be like um, the main one for uh, for his activities. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, again, uh, um, that is why you know I I like this gra- this grounded um, um, attitude. To, to, to the project um, and uh, we have um, we are already developing the international relations communications with other innovation districts having their experience on campus mm. um, and um, actually I think for now it's the brightest uh, project in tech um, I mean in terms of the development in Ukraine okay and are there is there anything similar like um is um, the uh, Lviv IT cluster something? It's not quite the same, is it? It's more of a industry uh, organization. That I think. Uh, yeah, Lviv IT cluster is actually um, the association of uh, yeah. big outsourcing companies. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> the complete opposite. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's uh, the clusters itself. It's also a very interesting uh, thing because. Uh, um, in Lviv cluster is a good example on how the uh, outsourcing companies and the business, because actually uh, outsourcing business is very socially oriented uh, in yeah. Ukraine okay. now. They they are really uh, helping together with they are launching a lot of educational initiatives. So they are like on the grounds of uh, what is how everything is uh, started. Yeah. Like all the um, successful startups uh, which we have, the founders they came from the outsourcing business, like most of them. Um, so like. Uh, I, I, there is like a different point of views of positive and negative doing the outsourcing. But for me, I, I think that it's logical, you know, because we can't start through from the startups in Ukraine because uh, even now we, we don't have any venture fund to support them. And we don't have any um, legal um Issues uh, in, uh, to support them from the terms of the government. Uh, the laws are actually against them. And uh, what what is actually now in Ukraine happening? This IT sector, like we are developing against, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so, but so actually, I mean, actually on that. So you have this this great setup where people can learn things. But what what do you encourage them to do next if they have a, a great idea? Um, do you have to just help them make connections with people overseas, or yeah, mm-hmm. what's what do you encourage them to do? Um, there are different. Uh, like yes, a lot of people just uh, go to find the investments in Silicon Valley or go to find the investments mm. somewhere in Europe. That's uh, that's a general um, like attitude. Mm. And uh, second of all, for now. There are a kind of a lot of initiatives, and uh, like we are in Unity trying to work with it. Also, we try to engage more venture funds uh, to come to Ukraine. Okay. And uh, you know, like the latest, even the latest month, we have we see the progress uh, because first of all, like, like first time, I think first time the white combinator come to Ukraine and the first time, for example. Um, like in Kiev, there was a presentation. Mm. Uh, Google Launchpad launched its own pro- yeah, program. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like 
we have uh, for now we have negotiations, but it's not for press. I think we have negotiation with Amazon for starting the startup program here. So people, so the companies and the venture funds, they are already interested in what is happening here. And this first shock of, you know, oh, this is country with war or this is country with a, a crisis, it's already passed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, and people see other side, like talented people, uh, like creative people, yeah. like uh, good uh, <laughs> good prices, right? Great cuisine. Exactly. Uh, Actually, that was that was one of our main uh, take homes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good food, friendly people. We had a, we had a great time. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, so you. I mean, this isn't just all you do. You also are involved with. Um, I'm having a complete blank. Uh, an event in Odessa, the yeah. Black Sea Summit. That's it. Summit. And it didn't happen this year, but it's happened before. Um, why? Why there? And what's the what's the difference with? Uh-huh. Uh, the sort of tech scene in Odessa to to uh, Kiev. Uh huh. Um, actually, like if we will, we have we have here we we, we say that we have uh, five tech capitals. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, Kiev, it's Odessa, it's Lviv, it's Kharkiv, and it's Dnipr. Okay. But all of them are very different from each other. Um, First of all, in atmosphere. Uh, second of all, if you're talking about the expertise, mm. um, Kiev is actually the center for now, though there are, there, are, um, uh, um, there are some attempts to make uh, decentralization, though Kiev still are like all the life happening here. Yeah. Um, but Lviv uh, and Odessa are also very active and trying to, to get this attention to them as well. I'm originally from Odessa, and I'm living in Kiev not for a long time. For now, I'm living only for um, from April. Oh right, okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, But like, but I traveled a lot. Uh, So for me, uh, for for the last uh, four years, for the last three years, Odessa for me was just uh, like a point to come home. You know, because I was somewhere in Europe. I was organizing events in. in uh, tech events in Baltics, I was organizing tech events in in Paris, and uh, uh, Black Sea Summit is actually my favorite project. Mm. Uh, yes, it doesn't happen this year, but it will be the next year because I need a break. A bit. All right, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, events are time consuming. <laughs> yeah, it's a project, so it's favorite one. Now we are working on, on the next edition. Why Odessa? Because it's center of the product companies, actually, and okay. the center okay. of, uh, of um, product development, I must say. Yeah. Because uh, we have, uh, have you heard about Luxury, which was acquired by Snapchat? Actually, I knew there was a, a company that had recently been acquired by someone, and I couldn't remember who. So, <laughs> so I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah, this is. Uh, you use Snapchat? Not really. I, I'm. I think I'm too old. Uh, which sounds like uh. a cliche, but every time I try to use it, I don't really know what was what to do with it. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you, there is there are some filters that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah, make your yeah. ears or something. So these filters were. This is now one of the most popular feature in Snapchat, and it was um, the algorithm and the filter itself was made by the guys from Odessa National University. Okay. 
from 18 years old guys. <laughs> so so um, these uh, filters were acquired by Snapchat for 150 millions. Okay, all right. That's quite a bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, this was a good deal. <laughs> um, so we have uh, kind of such uh, success stories. And we have, for example, Riddle Company, which uh, were, like I think, the first ones who started to, to trade an app store, the business application, mm-hmm. application business. Uh, we have augmented pixels company, AR company, which is now trading, which is now working so closely with the National Geographic and a lot of uh, such uh, world initiatives. Uh, so, uh, and you know why? Because as I told that we are all different, you yeah. know, that's have this kind of individualistic uh, nature, you know, <laughs> everybody is very individualistic and, um, uh, Odessa was always the port city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's also much further south, so you have all those yeah. connections to Turkey and yeah, yeah. and uh, it's very, very, very much um, like a lot of. Um, we have a very mixed population mm. from terms of nationalities um, and uh, like very special history. Uh, connected with all this entrepreneurship. Mm. Uh, it's like even a joke that uh, Odessa people is uh, one of, uh, uh, first of all, this is the capital of humor, a joke. Like, so if you, if you you know, like if you're saying, like, hi, I'm from Odessa, like, make a joke. Okay. <laughs> so- <laughs> I, won't, I won't ask you because it'll probably be lost in translation. So <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and the second of all is uh, the entrepreneurship culture. Oh, yeah. okay. Um and uh, so there are a lot of, uh, again, shortcomings. Um, and this is a city near the sea. It's very nice and beautiful. And uh, a lot of uh, conferences, even in states, they, they're they happening somewhere in Las Vegas, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was the main idea, first of all, when we made the first Black Sea Summit. It was to attract more attention to not only to Kiev, but to... To the to that part mm, of, mm, of mm, the tech mm. ecosystem, uh, it's it's which is also very developed. Yeah. And mm. uh, the second one, we made a conference for uh, countries from the Black Sea region, mm. and uh, we have uh, people from Romania, from Georgia, from, uh, from a lot of people from Europe, and even participants from Singapore. It was two hundred people, uh, two thousand. Sorry. Um, if we are comparing that to the next web or to the web summit, of course, it's very small. But in in terms of Ukraine, so that's that's not. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, web summit is only I don't know, maybe at most add a zero, at absolute most add a zero to that. Um, next web is not that big. I would say it's probably about the same. It's mm-hmm. they, they they list it as an intimate event, so it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. I mean, even when even IT Arena, when I mentioned how many people were there to to people here, they were surprised. Um, and I was just at a conference purely for developers in Belgrade, and that was eight hundred people. Um, I think this is always the interesting thing. This is why I like going east because people have these assumptions, and it's always nice to know they're completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, yeah. So. Actually, it's interesting because uh, currently um, the MacPaw people are here at the moment. That's one company that a lot of people might know. There's also Grammarly, which is obviously 
Yeah. Somewhat surprising because it's a Ukrainian company that cricks you on English grammar, which is sort of feels like a strange contradiction. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, that's a, actually a product I use almost every day. So uh, there are a few out there. I mean, uh-huh. so I guess this is so. It's interesting that you mentioned um, that you also did some work in the Baltics because I think one of the best examples of a country that has really pulled itself up after the sort mm-hmm. of post-USSR is Estonia, and it's almost over-talked about. Um, but they got something kind of right. But for for Ukraine, obviously it's a very large country, and you say that uh, it's, it could be quite different in each place, and each place has its own problems as well at the moment. But um, what do you think would be what, – what's the main three things sort of missing to really – uh, in the next five to ten years, make Ukraine kind of a center of entrepreneurship. What are the three things you'd like to see change? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I I think it's uh, venture venture funding here. Yeah. Uh, so investors coming to, but investors will come when we have a good uh, legal situation. Okay. Yep. No? Yep. Yep. So I think that essential is of course legal yeah. and the support of the government. Uh, a lot of uh, now a lot of initiatives coming from uh, from the business. First of all, a lot of business associations together with like IT associations trying to push this. For example, we have this case when uh, after the Maidan, the the CEO of Microsoft Ukraine, uh, Dmitry Shimkiv, just go to the government mm. in order to to. Like he left the Microsoft and go to the government in order to push these initiatives and uh, support. And I think that he's doing a good job. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, though we don't need some time. Uh, then uh, education. Yeah. Uh, because though we have a lot of uh, a good tech skills, uh, there are like a very huge gap with the business skills and the skills of self presentation, marketing, and so forth. Yeah. Um, we're trying to, to, to close this gap also, but uh, but feel to work at. <laughs> and uh, third, I think this is the uh, the image and the international attention to that sector in Ukraine. Um, not from the point just to come and to you know to hunt the developers and to relocate them, but from the point to see the talents here. And uh, to establish the programs here, because um, when, uh, for example, even uh, Google Launchpad, they first of all, they tried to uh, have projects coming to San Francisco and they have this call for a year or something. But then they said they settled the, the, the program here. And I think that that was the right choice because uh, because they can can acquire even more ideas um, and they can they can build the thing here like from the zero uh, and this is uh, you know uh, there is for now there is kind of a chaos happening around but for me the chaos is actually um, the thing where you can find more opportunities exactly no exactly that's a that's a very good point yeah, yeah. and and for me for example I stayed in Ukraine though I have a lot of offers to come and to work in France or in Sweden. I stayed in Ukraine because here you can still still um, uh, 
develop something and create something out from the zero. And though, again, a lot of difficulties. Mm. Uh, and, uh, for example, I, I, sev- I studied several months in Switzerland, several, like several years ago. Well, that is a country that doesn't have a lot of chaos. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Really, like they have everything is fine. Like, <laughs> like even even if you are like lost in the forest, there is a bear who will show you the way. You know, <laughs> like yeah. uh, like everything is stable, fine, and uh, uh, and they have this problem that young people just go to somewhere to Africa, and they have this problem to that uh, I, I don't I don't remember that sixty. Uh, Persons or seventy percent of the population are actually under the fifties. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, so- yeah, yeah. And I mean, Berlin is a bubble in Germany, but Germany is similar. They have a real problem with a lot of young people leaving, and uh, Germany is a little bit more chaotic than Switzerland, but it's still, in the grand scheme of European countries, not that chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we need more international. Experience. We need the Swiss and German people come to, to Ukraine and to, yeah. to, to yeah. give this experience and to to gain the experience we have because we have something to teach too as well. How I mean, on that note, uh, how easy is it? How easy is it for um, foreigners to to move to Ukraine to to work? I mean, obviously, it depends where you come from. But um, like, for example, my wife's Australian and she needed a visa just to visit. Um, mm-hmm. I have a British passport as well, which made it easy to visit. But in terms of actually working, like how how easy is it for foreigners, or is that coming back to the legal problems you see at the moment? No, it's uh, it's easy. Okay. Uh, so it's not it's not a big deal. So we have a lot of uh, companies which are which are actually have helping uh, to do that. Or even to not only from the point of view of the individuals who want to work, but in order, in point of view of the company, if you want to establish company, we have a lot of um, like a good ones yeah. like uh, um, that help you with all the legal issues. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, it's actually we were thinking about where to go next. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an experience at the side. I think you will love it. No, I mean, in terms of uh, like living. So. <laughs> um, By the way, in Odessa, I have a lot of friends, uh, like like five Germans, who is actually living in Odessa for already. Like for a long time already. Yeah, yeah. So they just so for winter for winter they go to they also involved with IT. Yeah. But for winter they go to Thai, and yeah, then yeah, uh, they, yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah. the year they live in Odessa. Yeah. And huh. they are also doing some uh, software development, doing physical workings, and uh, they are fan of that. Yeah. And the same thing in Kiev, like a lot of uh, foreigners living here for. Uh, for uh, you know constantly so so just to just to finish up is there anything in particular happening in your world over the next few months that you want to make sure people know Um, about this is the Black Sea Summit which will be happening in 2018 first of all um, and we, yeah. we will have the official launch of, um, of I think, somewhere in December, January. For now, we are working on it. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, we will be happy uh, to to see and to share uh, more about the unit city. Um, 
I, I we are now actually launching the the new program called Unit Connect. It's uh, it will be about the okay. connection of uh, Ukraine to 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 the global tech hubs, the Ukrainian tech ecosystem to the global tech hubs, and uh, vice versa. Um, yeah, yeah. More, I, I, again, I can share more information. We are now uh, in the in the terms of discussing the best ways to launch that uh, somewhere in December. Perfect. No, that's that's definitely a good uh, a good place to. <laughs> to, to to end there, I mean that's that's enough. It, it is no, it is nearly November. Things start to slow down a bit. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. Excellent. Well, um, thank you so much for your time. It's been a really interesting conversation to hear what's going on. And uh, yeah, I highly yeah. recommend people visit at least one of those three cities that we've mentioned, <laughs> um, if not some of the others. Um, and thank you for yeah. your interest in Ukraine and promoting us. Oh no, us. no, it was, it was yeah. <laughs> We wanted to visit for ages, and the only the only negative was that my wife had to get a visa. <laughs> that was the yeah, only negative. Everything else we we enjoyed. So. Yeah, you know, I understand because I try to acquire visa like almost all the time. Oh, I, I know, no, I know. We I'm complaining about something that. Well, I, I never, I very rarely have to get a visa, and even she has had to get a visa maybe twice. So we we don't know what we're talking about, really. Yeah. I, I understand <laughs> that it's actually exhausting stuff, and uh... and I'm sure it's far harder for you than it is. For me, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Already it's fine because we have already visa free. Yeah, no, uh, I know. Yeah, now you've got the new thing with, with Europe, especially. We are very happy uh, about that. <laughs> just hope that no, not everyone leaves, I suppose, is, is, yeah. the, is the next point now. Just as it's, things are starting to happen, you don't want everyone to leave, I suppose. Yeah. Is the, is the problem. All right, excellent. Well, thanks very much for your time. Thank have you. A good and week, have, have a, good a great weekend. Friday. You too. Yeah, you too. Take bye. care. Right, bye bye.